Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thursday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Rin Pack as we break down the nine-game Thursday NBA DFS slate, the last one we have before the All-Star break. Speaking of All-Stars, we, we had a couple of big performances by MVP candidates. We had Joel Embiid go off in an overtime back and forth. Donovan Mitchell got there. We had all these guys, but especially the All-Star, the one and only TJ McConnell. Absolutely sensational performance from McConnell. Timothy John McConnell, to be exact. Nine steals in the <laughs> Put first Put some respect half. on that name. <laughs> yeah, and then 10 st- steals on a 70-plus fantasy uh, per, uh, point performance game. What a, what a game. A historic performance by him. And uh, hopefully you guys rostered him because I surely didn't. I have one share of him and uh, out of my 150 on FanDuel. And it's got Brandon Ingram. And who's the other scrub that I said before we started that was at small forward? I don't know. It was really, really atrocious. And I'm very sad. Oh, man. It, it, this is one of the crazier slates that I can remember in terms of, like, the buildup to it. Fortunately, nothing, like, nuts happened after the fact. And uh, the Sacramento-LA game just got going. Uh, just just through one quarter, Harold's starting to put it on, which would be very, very nice. Maybe salvage my night a little bit. But overall, just getting my clock clean. So uh, you doing a little bit better than me, at least? A lot, a lot of my night depends on this uh, Kings and Lakers game. So hopefully I'm on the good side of things. But as of right now, uh, it's slowly creeping up, but anything can really happen. It can go either one of two ways. So either really good or really bad. So hopefully that's uh, the really good side of things. If not, we got tomorrow to look forward to. We'll have to hear a little night on Super Draft. Uh, it's probably an okay thing. Uh, we'll we'll just get it going. If you guys want to look up things, you can let it be known. Uh Kids a stud. So let's get it going here. Let's. We got one slate. One slate to roam off. You want to fire your whole bankroll? No, don't do that. But uh, it's an idea that I had. I was thinking about it. Uh, looking at the top uh, of point guard, let's just get right to it. I'll, I'll do some plugs here after the fact. But uh, looking at the top end over on DraftKings, Damian Lillard, 10,700. Russell Westbrook, 10,400. Steph Curry, 10-1. So we've got three guys that are pretty clearly sitting above the rest on this slate uh, up in that in that 10K range. I mean, Shea Kildress Alexander against San Antonio, 9K. 
I love Shea, but no thanks. Uh, so we're going to be picking straws. Dame is in the absolute nut matchup up against Sacramento. Both teams will be on back-to-backs. Uh, then Russell Westbrook up against the Clippers. Tougher matchup, but he's been playing pretty darn well of late. Uh, kind of ran out of steam towards the end of that last game up against Memphis in a blowout. And then Steph Curry up against Phoenix in another tough matchup. I mean, Damian Lillard is really going to shine out of all of those guys, but now he's priced at 10-7 on DraftKings. Is that too much for us to go to on this slate, or should we be looking elsewhere? Well, Dame Lillard versus Sacramento, ten summons not too much. We know the guy's upside, okay. and I okay. think, I think it definitely, if he puts up a uh, kind of a dud performance today, I think we go right back to him. His, his ownership will be kind of suppressed. I, the only thing that really scares me, maybe his price. I know, obviously, ten seven you, on a nine game slate, you're asking for more than sixty plus on the minimum, but it it can happen, especially if he's. Uh, ownership's going to be low you definitely take some shots with him over there in FanDuel he's 10-1 much uh more favorable I like that price tag I think going to Westbrook versus Pat Beverly on the other side of things those guys always just get into it um, over under 51. 0.5 techs and we had this last time when they were faced each other I said two and a half right you did have two and a half you said the bar. it was the under by the way I'm letting it be known there yeah. were zero unfortunately we didn't uh, make th- a ten dollar bet on that one I think they're due. So okay. I, I will see attack for sure. Westbrook, 9-6. I put a 51 fantasy points against the Clippers last time. I think Westbrook is kind of slowly uh, but surely finding his groove in Washington. Over the last, I want to say, dozen games, it, he's been good. There's not much. Uh, there's no uh, lower leg injury concerns, minutes limit, and whatnot. So I think uh, heading into the All-Star break, all systems go. I think we can take our shots on Westbrook. And if Kawhi's not there, uh, maybe we, he gets to dodge the Kawhi defense at any point in the game. So definitely someone we can consider. Steph Curry in a matchup versus Chris Paul and Phoenix. Phoenix is obviously not the easiest matchup. Uh, a little hesitant there, I, but it's Steph Curry. He's matchup proof for sure. And it's De'Aaron Fox on the other side of things versus Portland. Yeah, let's, uh, I, I think it is a nice little backcourt in Fandle. You can have both Fox and Lillard, a little mini game stack. Doesn't sound too bad right now. I would agree with all of those things. Yeah, looking around the rest of the position, I mean, point guard is one that I never really like to punt too much, but just looking at the beginning of the Sacramento game too, uh, you ended up getting Buddy Heald who got ruled in, which we'll get to later because I have a surprise for all of you who think that I hate Buddy Heald just, you know, out of the middle of nowhere, that I would disparage Buddy Heald's name the way that I have forever. Uh, But anywho, uh, I kind of do hate the guy. Corey Joseph is somebody that you could punt with at 3,400. Playing uh, playing bigger minutes here of late? I don't know. Uh, just an idea. Uh, right now, he's got 7, 2, and 2. I, I know that those minutes have been down to 18, 16 here uh, in recent days, but something's telling me that he's going to see a little bit of a spike there. I know that that's kind of pulling thin, but that's kind of what you're looking at down here on this bottom end. Uh, Reggie Jackson got the surprising start. He's 3,900. He played... 37 minutes. We'll see. Kawhi should be good to go here. Uh, I would expect at least. I I don't know. He's questionable. So I at least want to put it out there that Reggie Jackson played phenomenal down there on the bottom end. If Kawhi ends up getting ruled out, I expect that he's going to be just crazy, crazy popular again. Again, 37 minutes against the Celtics is a big number. So a lot of that had to be alongside Patrick Beverly, who played 27. So they're not going to necessarily be an on-off court like you might expect with them. So Reggie Jackson at the two. That's an interesting thing. I'm going to have to look into that too anybody else you want to touch base on here at point guard yeah i think uh we got how can we not go without mentioning a guy who just put up 70 fantasy points tonight in timothy john mcconnell uh priced at 5k no. uh, he's gonna he's due he's gonna no. put up another 70 oh, he's point due? Fantasy game. <laughs> i i believe uh what's the opposite of due? he is uh departed 
Um, he is he has been sent. He's not due. He is uh, I, I don't know. He's invoiced. What? I'm done talking. I, I don't have the opposite of do. I'm going to look up uh, syn- or sorry antonyms uh, when we're going over here to Shooting Guard. Sitting on the top end over on Shooting Guard. Uh, by the way, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you know when all of this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. Top end, Bradley Beal, 9,900. Shea Gilgis Alexander, 9, 9K over on DraftKings. No thanks. Like, why do they do this to us where they just price guys out of slates? They did that with Kuzma when when AD got ruled out. Now it's like, okay, he's the only option there at OKC, really. Al Horford's probably going to sit on the back-to-back, so maybe a tiny bit of interest because of that, but no thanks. And Paul George, 8,600 against Washington. Obviously, we're going to have a lot of interest in these Clippers in this matchup. Uh, that's why I bring up Reggie Jackson, Kawhi Leonard. If he's out, Paul George is just a smash again. We saw him in a t- much tougher matchup against Boston. I know uh, there was something that was thrown out where for the last month, Washington is uh, 12th in defensive efficiency. However, they are still first in the league in pace. Fire up all the Clippers. Talk to me about the top end of shooting guard. Yeah, uh, PG. Uh, if there's no Kawhi, even better. I think we can definitely ride with Paul George for sure on both sides. Uh, 8,600, uh, nothing scares me about Washington's defense uh, all year long. I think we can definitely go there. And he, I believe he checks in at 7,900 still on FanDuel. FanDuel is just, uh, they've already entered their all-star break mode. So as they're not <laughs> really adjusting any salaries, as we can see, SGA has remained at 8,200. I like that compared to his 9K and DK. Malcolm Brogdon uh, has shooting guard eligibility on 8K. I think we can consider that. He came off a 40-point fantasy game, but was very efficient from the field. I believe he went 12 of 15. Bradley Beal on the other side of things, we know what his upside can be. And uh, I I know um, the Clippers matchup is something that we should not be looking forward to, but if there's no Kawhi, even if there's Kawhi, I think that price tag with three-point bonus, there are definitely ways for Beal to still get north of 50 fantasy points. Devin Booker versus Golden State. Oh, man, that ejection was the sorriest of ejections that I've seen. Somebody send me a screenshot where they were winning like 5K plus with Devin Booker going completely off. I mean, he had like the pure nuts. Uh, Would have definitely been in the running for the 100K, but oh, that was gut-wrenching. God, you got to send that guy and the referee an invoice for that. That was just brutal. 7,600 on Fanduel. Yeah, I think we can definitely consider that as a strong option. And... um, Kelly Oubre is still out. Uh, I don't know how Wiggins will pick up any usage today or anything, but he's not doing well currently against Portland, so maybe not an option to consider tomorrow. But can be in play at 6,200 where you have to roster two. And uh, as long as OKC keeps getting blown out, uh, Ty Jerome has been picking up uh, the blowout run minutes and he's been performing. He's priced at 3,900 on uh, Pando and 3,400 on DK. Very uh, kind of a cheap price tag. Uh, or if you're projecting any blowouts in your game scripts, I think there's a guy you can consider. Over there in uh, DraftKings, Derek Rose is questionable. If you were to play, I'll have interest versus Detroit. Uh, we forgot a point guard to mention. Dennis Smith Jr. did pick up a triple-double today. He's going back against the Knicks tomorrow. Jerry Grant is out. I think he'll be very popular, and maybe it's a time to uh, hop off, but... 4,800, and the minutes were kind of solid against the Raptors tonight. Maybe Saban Lee there. got put up 36 in 20 minutes today, too. I mean, Detroit, I did not see them just dominating Toronto tonight. What a what a time to be alive. Yeah, they shot lights out from three. Wayne Ellington and Rodney McGruder both had north of 30 wow. fantasy points. Steve McKayla got there, uh, was very popular tonight on DraftKings. I mean, by popular on a 10-game slate, he was sub- uh, just under at 20%, which is pretty high for seeing McCallum on any slate. So 
to see how well Detroit performed today was very impressive. Uh, undermanned team against an undermanned Raptors team. Terrence Davis was very disappointing on the other side of things, but if you were to start uh, against Boston, kind of a low on play, kind of go back based on recency bias. And speaking of recency bias, DeAnthony Melton was sensational. His price went up to $4,700. I think it's time to hop off. I probably have to agree with that. You didn't bring up my guy, who I have 15% of, let it be known, on FanDuel today. Buddy Heald. My God. My God. He is your guy. It's just what it is. In a world treated by water. Uh, That's the scary trailer. Oh, by the way, uh, Spags is giving me crap. He's like, oh, you're going to do a bunch of your your funny voices. I saved them all for you, Rinpak. You're welcome. (laughs) I didn't bust any of them out today when I hosted the Deeper Dive with Adam Scherer today. First time time listener, long time caller, um, or other way around. Anyway, and you crushed it on the strategy show. Slate Starter Podcast, doing all the things over here at Osmo. Uh, But yeah, Buddy Heald, your boy, 6,400 on FanDuel. I might have to have a little bit for old time's sake up against Portland because let's be serious, nobody at Portland really likes defense either. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, uh, that that's completely. Uh, that's a completely great take that you have right there. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was going to say, oh god, I just hate Brandon Ingram today. Just one day, I'm going to hate Brandon Ingram. Uh, top end of small forward over on Fanduel. Kawhi Leonard, ninety seven hundred. Jimmy Butler, 9,500 up against New Orleans if he were to go. Uh, both of those guys are sitting there with that lovely questionable tag. Uh, maybe they're going to start their all-star break a little bit early, but Kawhi Leonard doesn't seem like the guy who's very interested in going and partying in Atlanta. So I'm pretty sure that uh, if he's able to play, he's going to play. What, was that a look like maybe he does like to party? I'm not too sure about that. Do you know something I don't know? Hey, there's a legendary Kawhi Leonard video of just having the claw um with a uh, dancer uh just on the dancer it's a legendary video it's and it's in the twitter sphere somewhere maybe i'll make an appearance during all-star weekend speaking of all-star Kawhi leonard is your reigning all-star mvp so keep that in mind maybe he's gearing up to go back to back taking a rest uh maybe he's in his all-star break <laughs> just like that man this show is really off the rails today why are we so goofy <laughs> i love like right. the game of basketball i love okay. Kawhi if he was gonna play though $9,100. There you go. Easy. Just keep it going. Funnel it in. It's a uh, fantastic smash play. 9700 in FanDuel. Sign me up. I know he burned everyone else, but hopefully yes. he can carry the guys who uh, who roster him tomorrow to the top of leaderboards. Fortunately, that's the first game off the bat, so we should have that news. Uh, Jimmy Butler will be waiting for just, uh, yeah, we'll be waiting for till 530, good Lord, out here. So 830 on the, on the East Coast for you guys. So that'll be that'll be fun because I'm sure just like everything we're gonna have to wait for that news. Uh, Jalen Brown, 8400 down there on Fanduel. No thanks, Brandon Ingram. Again, I just had to bring it up because he's he's very hurtful. Of course, this will be the spot now against Miami. I'm happy to jump back, right back on top of that. 7800, no problem on Fanduel over on DraftKings. Uh, might be tough for me at 8300 in this matchup, but he's my guy. You got to roll right. Right, yeah, I think this is like exactly with the Leonard situation. He hurt a lot of people tonight. He hurt me. He hurt you. And he hurt many people on FanDuel. I think we go right back to him. And I, I know it's a back-to-back. Uh, I'm not too concerned. I think Ingram should be in a fine uh, bounce-back spot against the Heat. I know 8,300 versus the Heat might not be something that checks a lot of people's boxes. But if there's no Butler, I think it's a nice option, especially in FanDuel, where, where we need to roster to. Spending down for some guys 
Over there in Fanduel, it's a little tough, man. Uh, I think Michael Porter Jr. needs to be considered sixty-eight hundred. Uh, he only—they only needed twenty-five minutes of him against Milwaukee, as they blew out the doors in Milwaukee, at Milwaukee uh, against the Bucks. Pretty impressive performance by Denver the other night. I think we can definitely consider him. Uh, Jason Tatum is uh, uh, has some small forward eligibility on DK. I think that's a nice option to consider, and I'll have interest in Jeremy Grant on uh, DraftKings if he were to. Uh, like I think against the Knicks, maybe they're just ruling him out uh, precautionary for the whole all-star break. Just keep in mind, if Grant were to go, all systems go. I like Grant quite a bit. On FanDuel, uh, Will Bartons has been priced up now to 5,600. Still kind of in play, uh, playing mid-30 minutes. I know it's been a while since we've seen Barton at that price tag, and he's uh, performed well the last couple times out. Sadiq Bay was disappointing today. If Grant were to be out, we go right back to him, in my opinion. Uh, I know the minutes were kind of uh, not there, but they were just ro- rolling with the hot hand of Magruder, Speed McKaylick, Wayne Ellington. They really didn't need uh, Bay today. So that's kind of what happened over there on, and for Detroit. I think Justin Holiday deserves a mention. Guy's playing 37 minutes, 30 minutes at 4,500. The guy can pick up a ton of steals for you uh, and kind of get you there on FanDuel. And then also on Vandal, I'll throw out two other guys. Nicholas Batum is 4,200. If Kawhi ends up being out, which, again, I, I would hope we would have that news before lock, that's a great number to be paying for 30 minutes of Nicholas Batum. I think he's probably still somewhat viable against Washington, even if Kawhi does play. He was in that starting unit, though. Um, I I would probably have a little bit of exposure no matter what. That's just a, a really good number. And then over on DraftKings, uh, oh, I just accidentally clicked it out. So we'll finish over here on FanDuel. Uh, we've got Doug McDermott, 4K, was the other guy that I was going to throw out. Uh, he ended up playing with that tooth deal, played 23 minutes, wasn't beautiful. But again, small forward down here at the bottom end gets really, really hairy now that some of these prices have been uh, accounted for a little bit. I guess uh, uh, Vlatko Kensar, is that is that how you say his last name? Kensar? Vlatko uh, Blackco Conkar. Okay, Conkar. Okay, so he's 3,500. Yeah. He's the flat man over on FanDuel as well. There were some late slates, two gamers that I ended up firing up a little bit of him at 3,500. You could do worse for somebody who plays 20, 22 minutes there uh, at the bottom end. But again, not like advertising that. That's more of like a turbo slate, you know, fire up something to be a little bit different. I, I don't think that I'll really get to any, not somebody that's like an appealing fantasy option, but again, just looking at anybody who would be like remotely viable down there, he would kind of be it for me. That's all I have. No, I think, I, yeah, I think a nine game slate might be a little too cute, but I, I do see a merit of just finding some salary relief and going down to him. Oh, thank you so much. See, now you're defending my takes now too. Oh, Man, this this show is all kind of backwards. All right, going to power forward. Top end on FanDuel again. We'll stick over there because, again, clicked out of draft kegs. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11,300. Uh, it's Giannis against Memphis. This seems like this could get really, really fun. Julius Randle, 9,300 up against Detroit. We know Julius Randle and his crazy assist rate. It doesn't really matter how slow-paced this matchup is going to be. It's going to look really, really bad on paper, right? Like, this is going to be a low, low total game, but... I'm still going to have a lot of interest in Julius Randle no matter what, uh, looking at all the things he does for this team. Tom Thibodeau just running these dudes into the ground. Only played 30 minutes in that San Antonio game. They got absolutely blown out of the water. He didn't come back in the fourth, so that was sad times. Demonis Sabonis, 9,200 against Denver. This uh, this would be like a showcase spot. Demonis Sabonis was questionable today, ended up playing. I'm curious what that might mean for his status tomorrow. I'm guessing he's good to go, um, but who really knows there? I know he's subbing in now for the for the All-Star game, correct? 
That is correct. So, He's an all-star reserve. Yep. yep. So then Jason Tatum, 9K, last guy to bring up. No thanks. Uh, even against Toronto, he just disappoints me and makes me sad. Talk to me about the top end of power forward. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, quite a bit of power forward options to consider, especially for tomorrow. We got, uh, obviously, on top over there on uh, FanDuel, we got Giannis, Sabonis, Tatum, uh, Randall, all in some great spots. Zion Williamson is now officially matchup proof. Uh, I think uh, he's on an absolute. Oh. At this point, we can still go to Zion Williamson. And then Chris Boucher, uh, in a 6,600, uh, someone we should definitely uh, consider. I know he didn't start, and some people hopped off of him. I still rode with him, just thought there could be a ceiling in him. Oh, just lost you there. Took for a, a little second. bit of luck, got oh, some few stocks back, at the back, end. Sorry, just cut out for a second. We are back. I'm I'm clicking out of some stuff for you. Yeah, Boucher. Uh, Boucher is definitely someone we can definitely consider at sixty six hundred dollars. Seems like a nice uh, position to pay up for, especially on Fanduel tomorrow over there in DK. I think going to some guys such as Ingram, Giannis make a ton of sense. Even Porter Jr. is in play at $6,800. And uh, Tatum definitely needs consideration against this Toronto, depleted Toronto team. So we saw what Detroit did to this Toronto team today. It's maybe Tatum and Brown's turn to uh, do what uh, they did. And Zion deserves a mention, even at $9,300. I love all of those things. Yeah, Zion is just out of his mind good right now. Uh, look at these Sacramento prices. I mean, uh, they finally adjusted to the fact that Harrison Barnes plays a million minutes. It was really fun jamming him on DraftKings, jamming him in no more at 7,100. That still seems a little bit big. Marvin Bagley up to 6,700. I mean, this Sacramento-Portland game is one that I would want to have a lot of interest in, but the price tags are just a little bit prohibitive on both sides. Harrison Barnes being 7K over on FanDuel at small forward. And then going down to Bagley, 6,800. So those are both big jumps, even from where they're at today against the Lakers. Uh, Chris Boucher, again, really like that call. Uh, Davis Bertans, somebody that uh, we know can spike a shooting upside at any given time. He's sitting at 4,700 on DraftKings, where you want to be playing him because you do get that little three-point bonus. Uh, might have some shares of him tomorrow down there under a 5K price tag. I would much rather play him than Doug McDermott, who's 100 less. Uh, Nicholas Batum is down there at 4,200 again on DraftKings. I would be very interested in going to a little bit of that. Nemanja Bialica is having a pretty good first half here uh, up against the Lakers as well. So that'll be an interesting to s- thing to see. Again, we just never really know with those Luke Walton rotations, but 4K, I might be willing to take a couple shots on him over on DraftKings as well. Uh, 4,400 on FanDuel, probably a pass. Anybody else you want to touch with on the bottom end? Yeah, down at the bottom, I think there is, there seems like on a nine game slate, we saw a bunch of random scrubs get there today. So. On a nine-game slate, if you think there's some some sort of merit to going into guys like Obi Toppin, $3,100. Uh, he played 26 minutes last time. Last time, obviously, the game script worked out for him. It's Detroit. Maybe the uh, maybe Thibodeau saw something uh, in Toppin. Maybe he wants to give give some minutes. I'm kidding. Uh, Thibodeau j- doesn't give a damn about rookies. He <laughs> just wants to run the vets into the ground. But uh, there, there's like little guys like that. I think Kelly Olenek, $4,700. Uh, a team that may not might not have Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is traveling with the team. Uh, maybe he's just being a good teammate to support him in New Orleans. Maybe he wants to find a way to party in New Orleans before the All Star break. That's my thing. But I think uh, Olenek, if no Butler, should be in consideration. 
And Yuta Watanabe started today was very, very disappointing. <laughs> That's uh, an understatement. So, that was the one thing that I took away from the NBA strategy show. I was like, oh, he, Rinpak said Yuta Watanabe is playable. That was great when he was in the starting lineup. He was a star, a starting. I mean, I think there, it that made starting a lot lineup of sense. was garbage. By the way, I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. Uh, uh, I don't. Clearly, Nick Nurse did not have any say in the starting lineup. It was some, it was a scrub assistant coach who uh, might not have another job. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I think <laughs> this Corona coaching staff is a great coaching staff, and they'll have things figured out when all systems uh, go. But center, I mean, sorry, power forward is just kind of rough outside of the studs. Agreed with you. Yes, sir. My allergies just went nuts there. If you saw me freaking out there, my God, it's just so bad. This this show has been absolutely out of its mind. I apologize to everybody involved. No, I don't. Screw you guys. We're we're doing great. We're just fine. Uh, Going to the top end, uh, by the way, just letting it be known. uh, Center over on DraftKings, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11,000. We've got Nikola Jokic, 10,900. Both of them just fantastic options. Nikola Jokic, my God, uh, played on back-to-backs. 77, 74 and a half. I expect his ownership to be to the moon tomorrow coming off of those two games, uh, no matter what. On both sides, Demonis Sabonis, then 9,800. Julius Randle, 9,600. Uh, we got Bam Adebayo, who's questionable, which is a big piece of news there for, for Miami. You could be looking at Kelly Olynyk. You could be looking at Precious Achua season. That would be a fun season. I would like that very much. Talk to me about the top end of center. Nikola Jokic and everyone else. Uh, obviously, what a sensational performance he had the other night. The guy, it's him and Embiid. I, they are definitely looking at each other's box scores. I know in post-game interviews that they're lying, but they are looking at each other's box scores and just one-upping each other every single night. It'll be fun to see them both go kind of head-to-head. Uh, on, the, on the All-Star game, it'll be fun to see how that ends up going. Maybe they end up on the same team. We see it'll be fun to see who Durant and LeBron draft first overall. Uh, I believe LeBron has the first overall pick. LeBron, more fan yep. votes. Um, By the maybe, way, uh, we're going to be doing the All Star Show together. I believe on Sunday. Is that a fact? That might be in the works. Uh, stay tuned on okay. the awesome uh, underscore com uh, Twitter streams. That might be in the works. Uh, I have not. I have not heard the final word yet, but okay. that might be in the works. So well, maybe we'll find we did out. Taste we'll find it. out. Yeah, no, definitely. Your guys' support has been the reason why we were able to crack the strategy show and the uh, deeper dive today. So that's a huge reason why we uh, can make it there. So thanks so much for all of the guys, who, all of you guys who have been tuning in day in and day out. It means a lot to us. But in center, uh, Giannis has center eligibility. It came off a very disappointing game. I was disappointed. I was pretty high on him against this Denver team. I'm going to go right back to him. I think there's a spot for a massive, massive uh, upside uh, to show up before the All-Star game. And uh, DeAndre Ayton versus Golden State signed me up. I know they didn't need much of him against the Lakers matchup, but I think we can go back to DeAndre Ayton versus Golden State. And uh, last time, I believe they played Golden State, they uh, blew them out by uh, almost 30 points, if I'm not mistaken. So, sorry, uh, it was 20 points. Um, 20, it was yeah. the Frank Kaminsky game where he went berserk. It was so it was people, more than that though. Towards the end of the fourth, the the margin was larger than what it finished out, and then Kaminsky mm-hmm. played that blowout run, and it was bonkers. Yeah, it was Frank Kaminsky's career game, I want to say. So yeah, uh, keep that in mind. And Chris Boucher, uh, I like the six six hundred dollar price tag. Uh, seems like a spot to take advantage of. Yeah, he might come off the bench again. Just be uh, cautious. A pure GPP play, I wouldn't consider him in cash. 
Yeah, check out the boom bust tool a lot tomorrow because I'm I'm very curious. On FanDuel, we've got Jokic at eleven thousand six hundred, and then the next center is DeAndre Ayton at seventy five hundred, which you know the the disparity there is absolutely outrageous forty one hundred dollars uh, between the centers there. Is there like a like an ownership number that you would have off the top of your head, like fifty per, like forty percent Jokic tomorrow? Let's say that he was going to be forty percent. Would you want over or under that on FanDuel? On FanDuel, since it's such a nine game slate, I would uh, be willing to go under. I don't think he'll come in at forty, but uh, definitely under. There's a guy in Nerlens Noel now has center eligibility. Uh, is five five versus Detroit? Put up forty against Detroit two games ago. Uh, I kind of got there for people last time when he was a power forward, but now a center on Fando. I like that price tag for Nerlens Noel. And really hard for me to really go under him uh, on Fando, especially tomorrow. I think he is – actually, I could go to Olenek at 4-4 Olenek, if there was yeah, no Butler. sitting there 4-4. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of misspoke there. But Nerlens Noel uh, works out as a great play and pivot off a of Jokic where he's 11-6. $6,000 on a nine-game slate can do a lot for you. Yeah, FanDuel kind of made a good move there for the most part, rather than having to do Randall and Noel there together, considering they are obviously power forward and center in this rotation right now. Uh, that that works out great. Hopefully hopefully that does move some of the ownership over, because I'm going to be over 40% Nikola Jokic is kind of what I'm getting at, but that's just kind of the guy I am. I'm an absolute Jokic homer. Uh, anybody else that you want to touch base with or anything you want to talk about on the slate in general? It's a huge nine game slate. It's the game before the All Star break. News, 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 news. Late swap, late swap, late swap. Uh, just throughout the whole night, it's going to be important. And if you late swap efficiently tonight, I think you are finding yourself to be profitable and hopefully some things fall your way. But it's going to be another replay of today that's tomorrow. Huge slate. Uh, lots of news uh, that could be on the table, as we saw that broke throughout the night. So is news important? Is that what you're... Oh, okay. Okay, got it, got it. You're saying news is important. That's great. And late swap. That's another thing that seems pretty awesome. Yeah, guys, I was being sarcastic there earlier. We absolutely love you guys. This has been such an amazing first half of the season. Can't tell you how much, how much Rinpak and I appreciate you. I'll, I'll just speak for myself. I appreciate you guys so unbelievably much to be able to find a home here at Osmo, to be able to find a podcast with one of my besties, uh, just to be able to talk basketball every single night. I feel so, so lucky and privileged to be able to do this with you guys. Uh, thank you so much for the support, for all the other good things. I'm really, really going to enjoy this all-star break for sure. Uh, take, I'll, I'll, I'll take a nap or two. That'll be fun. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I hope you guys have a great time too. Make sure you jump over and check the NHL product that Jake Hari and a couple of the other guys over there at Awesome are putting together. They've helped me along the way get better at my NHL DFS game. They can definitely help you too. And it is the show in town. You've got MMA on Saturday, NASCAR Sunday, golf this weekend uh, for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, but... Uh, definitely check out all the other goodies we got. Uh, anything else, Ray Pack? No, thanks so much for joining us in the first half. We really appreciate you guys' support. Make sure to hit the like button. Leave us a nice review on the Apple Podcast. And thanks so much for tuning in for this first half. We will catch you next Wednesday. Later.